안녕하세요. You're listening to Four from On One podcast. Welcome back to Four from On One podcast, episode sixty-two, and we got our Italian stallion back. How are you, mate? Hey, what's going on? <laughs> Good to be home. Great to be back in my office again. How's your Korean? Still poor. Cool. Still so poor. So you're back in you're back in Seoul after what three months in Chicago? Three months, yeah. Three month uh, break. Now we're back, just in time to ring in the Lunar New Year with the rest of my Korean brothers and sisters here. Which winter's worse, the Korean winter or the Chicago winter? Uh, I mean that they're, they're kind of equally the same. But I think right now we're just hitting this Arctic blast, whatever it is. It's been chilly, it's been frigid mm-hmm. this past week alone. So I'm just waiting it uh, to warm up. So this yeah. podcast we're going to talk about first. You, you have some young kids and they're hitting first for milestones. They had the first flight over to Chicago. I know your little boys had his first haircut. Do you want to tell right. us about flying with toddlers in an airplane? I can't imagine doing that. I, I think I'd rather just take a boat. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let's put it this way. The next time we fly home, it's just going to be direct. There are not going to be any uh, layovers, not one, not two. I don't care how much. It's going to cost me. We're just going to fly direct because heading there, it took at least 30 hours, 30 Mm. hour flight in the opposite direction. And then coming back was longer because we had a 10 hour layover in Qatar. But I mean, at the same time, I think that helped because not only did we get to adjust the time, we could refresh. We, we showered in the lounge and stuff. I made sure to get a lounge so we could have like complimentary uh, drinks, food, and uh, some naps in between. And they had like so many playgrounds in the airport for Sophie to play in. And so yeah, so out of, out of 10, where would you give the score of your kids first time in an airplane? I would say about eight. They, they did yeah. great. We, we received so many good. compliments, so many compliments about Gian. Like, wow, like he's a really good baby. He did a very good job. And I was like, thank you so much. It's his first he flight. And we were such just, a happy kid. <laughs> he's a really happy, chill baby. I mean, he is super chill. Not a yeah. care in the world. He smiles a lot. And he only gets grumpy when he's hungry or just tired. So, And he yeah. had his first haircut this week. How did he go with that? <laughs> if, you, yeah, if you really just like check out like the, the videos, the entire time he's just like staring up at the woman, like at the stylist, just like glaring at her. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing with those scissors? Like he didn't scream. He didn't cry. He just like looked himself in the mirror and just watched his whole like image just transform into like this gorgeous stud that he is. Yeah. He did a really I good job. Like- yeah. She's trying to take a snip and kept moving. So I'm sure she missed yeah, kind of like, some, some sometimes. What are you doing? Yeah, we had to put on a couple of videos for him just so he can keep uh, still. Yeah. That seems to be the go-to. The go-to for kids is the videos. The videos, yeah. <laughs> they never can go wrong with that. All right, let's talk about us two. Let's do let's quiz each other on our first time for things. Okay. No, I'm, just, I'm excited about this. Yeah. I got a few. I think you got a few. So let's go. I'll start off first. What was your first concert and who was it? Uh, all right. Well, there is an official one and an unofficial one because I haven't been to many. Uh, there was mm. one. So that I guess the first one technically was at a Milwaukee State Fair. They had a concert and it was Hoobastank. Remember Hoobastank? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it was 2000. Four, I think 2000. Uh, that's my generation. Yeah. Yeah. It was like 2004, <laughs> 2005. So I was probably about like 15, 15 years old. And uh, we were living in this uh, little town up north, a place called uh, yeah. Lake Villa. 
near Gurney. And me and my buddies, we just got in this car and just took the drive up to Milwaukee to stay fair. And then Hoobastank came. I was like, well, it's Hoobastank. And uh, completely free, completely free. And then the official one was several years later in 20, I think 20, early 2012. And it was Mana. They're a, a rock band from Mexico, really popular in the Latin world. So, yeah, that one I actually paid tickets for. It was great. Oh, really? yeah. 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 In Phoenix. Uh, my first one was, do you remember the band called Mill and Colin? Punk band? Mill and Colin? Swedish no. punk band? And okay. I went there. And this next one, maybe you have those live, L I V E, that's the band name. Oh, okay. You saw Live Live? <laughs> live. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he walked right across my row as well. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, that was my first concerts. And okay. the first festival we went to, we called it Big Day Out. It doesn't run anymore. It's the most biggest concert uh, festival for a long time, ran by one of the major radio stations out this way. Like all the big acts would perform at this festival, but they just got too expensive. And I think insurance got, too, I don't know. But yeah, the festival was amazing. And the main acts were Killers, the Killers when they were in their prime. Oh, okay. And, and uh, Tool. Do you know Tool? No. I don't know many bands. I'm, I'm just not really like a music no. junkie. That's why I haven't really gone to many concerts. But it's also for the Aussies out there. They also they had sneaky sound systems, sneaky sound systems like uh, dance music. And mm-hmm. it's really popular. And that was really cool. Yeah. Nice. That was my favorite concert. I'll ask you one more than you can ask. Of course. Yeah, uh, no, go ahead. Talking about going on the plane, when, when was the first, what age were you when you first went on a plane and where did you go? Oh, I was a young kid. I was probably uh, maybe four years old. And we just, we flew to Texas. because My dad's side of the family was there. And I think, no, maybe I was probably about three years old. I I was fairly young because I have just a vivid memory of just being extremely sick. Like when I think of that flight, I think of myself like hovering over that little vomit bag. My mom's sitting next to me and the flight attendant come over and is like, is he, is he all right? Is he going to be okay? I remember just like breathing into like, uh, I feel nauseous, and that's like the earliest memory I have on on a plane. It's god awful. Yeah, mine's similar. My first flight was from Sydney to LA when I was in. Wow, that's a long flight. Six, I think. So, so about eleven years old, ten years old. Okay. Um, we flew over, and actually, my aunt was our a flight attendant on our Ooh. that flight. Yeah. So she got us to go into the cockpit. Oh so wow! In the cockpit and just pilots do the thing and then another plane flew pies which is quite cool it's in the middle of the night um wow. and then like you i got I, by the end of it i was pretty good all the way then coming down into land i got a bit uh cc i was gonna say cc but air sickness yeah. yeah and so i was sitting in the terminal at la and um i was just sitting there looking pretty gray probably or green yeah, and it was a massive queue to get through customs, and someone saw me looking pretty bad. Yeah, she she rushed us to the front line and pushed us out. <laughs> so we saved. I saved our family like two hours of waiting time. <laughs> Believe it or not, like when I don't know what it is, but when we landed, referring back to when we were coming back to Korea from Chicago, mm-hmm. our first flight into door. The minute we landed, somebody like pushed me from behind as I was holding Gianna. Like who the hell is pushing me? And this little boy just started vomiting like all over the aisle like, to the bathroom. Like, him and his mom were trying to push people all the way so we can run. And eventually he just got sick. But that sucks. Are you, are you the seat back person or seat not back person? 
a little bit back. I'm not all the way trying to like make an eye contact with the person behind me. Like I hate people who yeah. do that. Push like yeah. all the way back. Oh God, no, I just, just enough just so I can attempt to sleep. Cause again, I can't, I can't sleep on planes. I, can't, I cannot sleep on planes now. I cannot Especially long distance planes. Actually short distance planes. I think I, I do quite well because there's nothing to entertain me or you just sit there and there's just no TV, no, I don't know. I've, I've fallen asleep on short distance uh, flight, not long <laughs> really? distance. Because yeah. long distance, you, your goal is to get on the plane and fall asleep because you want to make the trip sure. faster, yeah? Sure, it's, yes. The small ones, you're like, oh, it's only three hours. What? I can yeah. say it's, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But the lot, like the 16-hour flights, you were like, Please fall asleep. Please fall asleep. I want to fall asleep. Please, you know. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I yeah. Mm. The second flight was only eight hours, so it went by like a blink of an eye. But I was actually mm. the mentor referring back to planes. So the youngest age was again about two, three years old. And then the first time mm. I went on a plane leaving the country was in two thousand nine, um, when I was twenty years old, and I flew to South America. When I flew to Colombia, that was first my first international flight. What about yourself? Well, was that probably when you went to LA then? Your first yeah, time? first international. Okay. So I've only okay. done one domestic, no, two. I've flown to Gold Coast and Melbourne. So, yeah, but internationally, yeah, like Australia, same as America, everywhere far away, like 15 yeah. hours, 16 hours. Even direct flight from Korea to Sydney was just under 10 hours. Yeah. Uh, so, you just get used to it. But to be honest, speaking of when I was a kid, uh, younger, like even when I first started traveling in my 20s. I'd always choose the window seat because I didn't want to get bothered to with people wanting to go to the bathroom. So yeah. I picked the window seat because I could just I could just sit there. You know, I used to do little exercises in my seat because that that <laughs> you're one of those people. Deep vein, deep, no, the deep vein thrombosis craze was going on about then. But now okay. I can't sit in the seat for longer than three hours. My ass, my bum hurts. So I have to sit the aisle seats now and go for a walk every two three hours. Um, I don't know why. I don't know. Like some think, sometimes, I think it's my weight. But my I was coming back from Korea the last trip, I was not heavy. Yeah, so it couldn't be my weight. So it's either my posture. It, or... it could just be an age thing because my ass was hurting on the way back. Yeah. Like such discomfort and like like a burning kind of sensation. I don't know what yeah. the hell it was. Obviously, I've been on a plane for thirty hours, but I was just like my ass just really hurts. Like I was yeah. just like shaping and stuff. I don't know what the hell was going on down there. <laughs> do you know what I do now? You know those neck What's things, that? the neck yeah. ones. I sit on them, and it helps. Ah, so like those little, yeah, like little donut things. Yeah, cushions. Yeah, makes mm, sense. I have to sit. On, mm. I just remember being just super delirious. Like I just need to fucking sleep. I just, I'm so exhausted. I'm so delirious. Yeah. Well, All right, do you have a couple? Of, yeah, I was gonna say actually going off transportation since talking about planes. Let's talk about cars. How old were you when you had your first license or driver's permit? And what was the make and model of your first car? So in Australia, we could get our learners when we were 16. Mm-hmm. And when I was doing it, I, you had to be on your learners, your L's for okay. one year. And you had to right. lock, you had to log in all your hours and you had to, yep. I think I had to do 50 hours, but I think a couple of years later, it was like 150 hours or something like that. Yeah. And then after one year of on your L's, uh, you'd have to get your piece, your provisional, and then you could drive by yourself and you had rules, speed rules and stuff like that. So I, I tried to get it pretty fast. As soon as I could get it, I'd try to get it when I was 16. I failed the 
the test twice yeah. and then I failed my driving test to get my P's twice. So I wasn't natural, I struggled a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but I've never had an accident, never had an accident. So Knock on wood, yeah. immediately. Did yeah. you, um, in the, I was in the state of Australia, in, the, in Australia, do you have to have like, a, enroll like driver's courses? Is that required? Do you have to take like a uh, You don't course? have to, but oh, I okay. did because, um, yeah, when I failed the first one, mum says, oh, let's get, because they just know the little keys, what you have to do, which was a big thing. We'd, he'd take us along the track and, oh, you got to watch out for this corner, this corner. Uh, he gave me some tips how to, you know, parallel park. So, was, yeah, you don't have, you don't have to, uh, you know. Nice. Get, your parents can do it all for you. All the sure. All the practice. How about America? Well, uh, how about you? State of Illinois, it's a little strict. Like you have to enroll through driver's ed course. So lucky yeah. for me, there was being offered at our high school. So I just took it to like a summer school. And then mm -hmm. I was about 15 because we have to get our, we can get our, our permit by 15 years old. And then same thing, we had to log, I think like 40 hours, but you didn't have to hold it for a year. You just had to complete like the 40 hours. And then once you did that, then you can go to the DMV and apply for it. Now, depending if you took a driver's test, depended on your birthday. So whatever day it fell on randomly, then you would have to take it. But lucky for me, I didn't have to. I just passed the written test. I think got like 96, 98%. I had like one mistake. And then uh, I was given my license right then and there at 16 years old. And then, first, streets. Yeah, and then my first car wasn't until I was about maybe 18 or 17 because I had just got my job, my first job when we had moved to Phoenix. And it was a 1998 Toyota Corolla. Mm -hmm. I love that thing. And then yeah, eventually, my... once I went to college, I handed it down to my brother, and then he crashed it and totaled it. So, <laughs> yeah, awful. My first yours? car was actually a Daewoo. A Daewoo. Oh, yeah? Uh, when I first started uni, my uni was about, about 40 to an hour driveway. So I could drive the uni to and from. I had to get okay. a car, so I got a car. And it was a Daewoo. For the first year, it was okay. Then after that, it was just a disaster. There's always problems with it. And, um, it survived the four or five years I was at uni, but I don't know, the same problem just kept on happening. So it cost like eight, nine hundred dollars each time. Uh, eventually, the, the mechanical problems cost more than what it was worth. So, like, yeah. yeah. But I enjoy driving. And actually, I uh, coming back to Australia because I didn't drive in Korea. With the five years in Korea, I didn't drive at all. So I came back to Australia, I borrowed my grandma's car and took grandma driving, I took my dad driving. I love driving, I miss driving. Yeah, right? Yeah. I was yeah. super scared to, to drive. I drove to the States like twice. Like I didn't, I yeah. just, I'm afraid of like the police there. I didn't want yeah. to be like one guy gets pulled over and just didn't have like any kind of lifestyle. I only did it a couple of times, but it was just like extremely like scary, like nerve wracking. And then the minute we yeah. come back home, it's like, all oh, right, my car. I get to drive again and now I just I, I love it I got it all like cleaned I changed brand new tires brand new wipes I got the alignment all set up so it's like a brand spanking new car because again I know we talked about in a previous episode about our resolutions for this year each month I mm -hmm. want to take my family on a road trip so I just want to be sure that we're safe and I just want to hit all the different provinces and see everything before I dip out the next year so yeah. I just want to be which, which is easier to drive in Chicago or Korea, or which one's more dangerous or more crazy? Would you say? Chicago by far. Chicago's, Chicago's Chicago more crazy or easier? 
it's crazy because you don't want to honk at anybody. Everybody's either packing heat, they've got a baseball bat in their trunk, <laughs> people are more confrontational, things like that. Or here, people won't do anything. They'll honk at you and that's it. No one's going to pull a weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a whole bunch of rage back home. You don't want to just mess with the wrong person. Speaking of adulthood and messing with the wrong people, when or how old were you when you had your first apartment? And where was it? Because I'm we're talking about crazy people because our first apartment was kind of like a sketchy neighborhood. And I was a college student, obviously, at the time. So a lot of shady people well, around. I lived with my, while well, I was doing college, I lived here with my dad. Yeah. So my first, well, I don't know if you call it my first apartment. It was when I moved to Canada, I guess. Uh, but it was more of a lodge, okay. um, living with people. And then okay. I, in Whistler again, they were working on cruise ships. My first, actually, my own apartment where I'm paying rent Yeah. Um, was in Korea, you know. Oh, look at yeah. that. <laughs> it's never too late. <laughs> um, That's exciting. But so most of the time I was, you know, working for a and I ran and then I'd just come home for like six weeks. So I'd just stay with mom and dad and I'd go away again. And uh-huh. So I've never actually lived in an apartment, my own apartment here in Australia. <laughs> right. It's too, it's too expensive anyway. It's too, I was just that's why I'm just, like ridiculous as far as like rent right now. I yeah. can only imagine. Five, five days, get out of here. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Nice. I, uh, so? well, I stayed in dorms for the first two years in college. And then by my sophomore year, I moved out to my first apartment because it was really nice. What drew me to it was that uh, all utilities were included in it, which you really don't really get anymore nowadays. Um, mm-hmm. I think the rent at the time was probably only like $500 a month or something. Five six hundred yeah. bucks, yeah, like five fifty, all utilities included. Um, it, it was a, a shady part of Phoenix, but luckily it was like right next to a police station. And I just mm. remember just being so worried, like every time, like I parked my car, or just arriving home like late from work, and then like, going from the parking lot to like the car, like oh my god, who am I gonna run into? Like, dear lord! But I was around maybe like, oh, god, what nineteen? I think about 19, 19, 20 years old, right around that area, and uh, yeah. Now you go back in Phoenix, it's completely, it's all just gentrified now. That's something that this neighborhood's completely changed. And obviously rent's like three, yeah. four times the price now. So what was your first broken bone or major injury? Oh, well, lucky for me, I've never broken a bone. Let me knock on some wood no. right now. I've never broken a bone. <laughs> no, because I'm not a risky person. Um, major injury. Uh I don't know. I mean, I've had surgery for certain things, but it's more like like dental or like uh Oh, that's why the time I got that stupid uh, hemorrhoid removed in Korea. That that was that was awful. That was awful. Yeah. I, I would say that that was the worst, like ever. <laughs> I wouldn't wish that upon like my worst enemy. Like the whole process mm-hmm. of it and, and being in a, just a different country. This is what a year ago I think. It was just a year ago, and I just found myself going to this 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 little clinic. Like, hey, I got this hemorrhoid. Can you just check it out? Like. Boom, you need surgery. Let's get it done. You got to recover for two days in the hospital. I was like, whoa, what the hell's going on? Like, I'm on the clock. I got to go back to work. Like, I didn't know this was going to happen. So I had to call my boss, like, hey, I can't come back. See you later. And it was just awful because it was a language barrier one thing after another. They put me under. I woke up. I was just bleeding like everywhere. It was just coming out like Niagara Falls. And it was just gruesome, Keith. It was just so awful. But at the end of the day, I received a call from Hyukju, believe it or not, the following morning. He's like, hey, buddy, I heard you're in the hospital. Are you all right? I'm like, thanks for calling me. Like, I just needed to hear from somebody because I was just uh, left to the wolves. But yeah, 
that was awful. What about you? What bone did you break? Uh, well, if people on YouTube can see it. I broke this finger. I don't know how, but <laughs> but uh, my first major injury was horse riding up from my grandfather's farm. Okay. And uh, the horse was on top of the hill, and the horse sort of saw a girl also leaning out of the paddock and just gunned it down the hill. Yeah. And he was running towards a fence, and it's like, uh oh. And um, I jumped off, broke my wrist, <laughs> right into cow shit, uh, cow poop. And, no, uh, you did. That's awful. Uh, um, that's terrible. And that was the major <laughs> one. Uh, another one. Is it around, like this an awful was, sound? Was, did you feel like the, the minute you landed? Uh, like a pop or anything? No, you don't want to believe it? Okay. Uh, and then the other one sort of around the same stage was, uh, oh, they went well, on a whole vacation it was bike riding and um i fell off the bike i slid out and we were, it was quite cold so i was wearing pants and we got to the bottom of the hill where we we're going it's like a, i don't know 20 30 minute bike ride and there was blood flying out of the bottom of my pants i didn't notice oh. i got back up and one of the guy one of the old other dads said oh you should ride home so i rode home and um Went to the doctor, I had to get eight stitches and I found a piece of the pedal stuck in my legs. <laughs> yeah. So I got, I got a scar. It looks like an A. It looks like this. It looks like an arrow. <laughs> so that was, a, that was a bit of a... That happened all in, within one year. Apart from that, pretty good. Some sporting yeah. injuries, some concussions and heads. But my first major injury was when I was year two. So about eight, maybe. Yeah. Ouch. You haven't been like any accident, have you? Have you been in any like car accidents or anything like that? Nothing that caused the uh, injury there. I've only been no. in two. Luckily, they were just like like kind of like fender benders. Nothing really serious. Sure. I've been T-boned once, but nothing like really bad. Nothing that required like medical attention. What about the first time you consumed alcohol? I was pretty late. Everyone started drinking. I reckon I started in year ten, so when I was fifteen, sixteen, but. I think yeah. I was one of the late ones. I was one of the late ones. I think they started getting into an early 15-year-old, 15, uh, 14, 15. Um, yeah, I think people probably just, I was pretty shy. I'm not shy about pretty good. I was a good boy. So I don't think they thought I would do Same. And yeah. um, so I wasn't invited to some, I guess, the parties. that they were <laughs> Or maybe I thought. What a loser. Yeah. Don't even bother inviting him. My mom would dob on them or something. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Eventually, I got invited and told about them, and I'd just rock up with like one beer. And my parents were pretty trustworthy as long as I didn't get in the car with a drunk or sure. just walked home or just called yeah. them and say, It's time to go and get me. Um, they're pretty trustworthy. Yeah. Uh, so, about 15, I was, but I didn't really get line drunk until probably 18, 19 when I was legally allowed to drink. I'd, I didn't want to abuse my parents' trust by getting blind sure. drunk when I was sick. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd only have like one or two beers. And, and to I be honest, say, I didn't, when I first started drinking, I didn't really like beer. It was a bit of a. Nobody does, right? It's that the first time you have a taste, it's like, oh, people like this? Like, what's there to like? Why do they keep drinking yeah. over and over and over again? Mm. But I was probably around the same age as you. I think I was around maybe 16. When I well, technically my first sip of beer, I was probably like three years old. I took it from my dad's hand and his he watched me because I thought it was a seven up at the time. I was like, yeah. it was like a little green bottle. It was probably like a Heineken yeah. or something. 
was like, ooh, seven up. And I drank, I remember just hit, hitting my lips. And I thought, oh, that's god awful. And then when I was yeah. around 16, I had uh, my first beer. Sucked ass completely. And then once I was maybe around 16, 17, every time I went to like house parties, like I just, I couldn't finish a single beer. Like it took me forever just to drink the whole damn bottle. And <laughs> as you know, you know, the US it's 21, right? As a drinking yeah. age. So I still had to wait a long ass time to drink legally. But maybe around like 18, right? Probably around 18, that's when I had my first like absolute hangover, just like just projectile vomiting, just like, like all over the place, just awful. Yeah. Because I was actually that age just to go on there because working on the cruise ships, it was very weird because on the cruise ships, um, depends where we are, the Americans would come on and the kids that were at 18, 19, they're like, oh, can we drink? Can we drink? No, nah, sorry. Even though we're in Mexico, <laughs> That's on, the sh- on the ship, they couldn't drink because we have to follow the American rules, even though oh, we're in Mexico. But once sucks. they got off the ship, they could go off and get absolutely sure. blind and come back on. Uh, it's a bit weird. <laughs> um, I was going to ask, then, yeah, because you're constantly like international water. So how does that work? Okay, that makes sense. Then. Yeah, and okay. then the your Aussie kids or the English kids or any other kids that come over on uh, vacation on one of these cruise ships, they're not allowed to drink. They're not allowed to be an adult. So they're stuck in this age group where they're nothing like they can't go to the teen parties because the teen parties was 17 and less. And yeah. they can't go to the adult parties because that's it's 21 and class. So there's all this age. And they're just stuck in limbo, huh? So what do they do? Yeah. yeah. They're like, we have to be tough on them, but like I feel bad for them. Like, you can't drink, you can't do parties. Can you? Yeah. Yeah. What was the first scary movie that you wish you didn't see? scared the crap out of you uh the exorcist oh wow i mean as uh as old as i feel like i think it was like the 70s or something but i remember watching that even as a child like 20 years after it came out it's still like haunting Uh, this is all before like cgi and stuff like that but just like that you probably saw the film right no you didn't see exorcist of course you did it's a classic i think i did it's pretty pretty crazy it's just. Oh, I think it was, maybe there's a newer version. Is there a newer version? I'm sure. I mean, they had a couple of spinoffs. There's like the Exorcist of like uh, whatever her name was, Emily Rose, things like that. But I'm always just you gotta stick with the classics. Like the scene where yeah. she's like walking backwards, like on her hands down the stairs. Oh, like a goosebumps just thinking about it now. Like the grown ass man, like it's it's pretty scary. Like the head spinning around, the vomiting, and the demonic voice. That that shit scares me. Like I won't ever have my kids watch that ever. Like ever, ever, ever. They won't sleep for know. months. Yeah. But it wasn't actually a movie. It was more a TV show. We in Australia, I think you have it in America actually, because we copied it from your show. Oh, Australia's okay. Australia's most wanted. I think you have the America's most wanted yeah, too. Of course like, we do. Yeah. Yeah. So when you was watching this in like eight, six, seven, eight years old. Okay. Watching this show about murderers or kidnappers or whatever. Okay. I'd go to bed and I'd see if my mom was that's shadow or fast. And it just it freaked me out for a long time watching that show but i kept on watching it yeah it freaked me out every night where's the murderer where's the... yeah but the movie the movie uh uh in year four or five we watched child's play chucky chucky yeah chucky. yeah but the first movie that we got to go to it wasn't really scary but the ma movie like uh ma is like adult only sort of movie like not uh 16 plus or 18 plus like like a rated r like, film like an r-rated yeah, you film. need to yeah. you, need, um, you need to go when you, with a parent or supervisor or something sure. and it's yeah. ransom with uh mel gibson 
so we felt pretty rebels that we got to watch that movie when we were like 10 or 11. It's not a scary movie, it's just an action with a lot of swearing and <laughs> yeah. But that was that. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's cool. We can get to an eighth. I was just going to ask when I rated movies, I think, yeah, in the States, we have the R-rated films. And for that, you have to be 17 and up to see that. Mm-hmm. And I remember the day I turned 17, I had just finished going to work. Or I just finished getting off work. And my buddy's like, hey, let's go to the movies. You're 17 now. Let's go see an R-rated film. And at this time, it was like 9, it was like 9, 30, 10 p.m., so I thought, okay, what the hell is there to see? So we go to the films, and the only R-rated film was United 93, the one of the flights that crashed on 9-11, the one that landed yeah, in Pennsylvania. So I'm like, all right, well, we'll see. As sad as that is, we'll go check it out because I could flash my ID. Like, oh, I'm 17 years old. And as we're watching it, we just both pass out. Not, nothing was wrong with the film, but we were just exhausted. It was just like just a yeah. long day and everything. Oh, I'm going to rate it R film. The Hulk saying you know <laughs> like the first like half hour into it and then like at the end it went really? to the credits rolling i'm like oh man that was my first rated r experiences yeah 17 year old i never used to fall asleep to movies but now i'm getting close now i start falling asleep yeah all right last one i'll yeah, you another one shoot well yeah. when when did you start wanting to have a girlfriend or when was your first relationship damn like, it you I... took mine son of a bitch okay oh, um okay no nah, it's okay though <laughs> Well, I remember, right. no, I was just going to say, I remember when I was around probably like the early teens, the early teens, I remember thinking like, oh, I, I can't wait to have a girlfriend. I remember like pleading with my mom, like, please let me just have like just one girlfriend. And she's like, no, school first. You're only like 12, 13 years old. I thought, whatever, mom, I'm just going to do it anyway. So I, I was around uh, 2000, what, 2001? I think 2002, I was in seventh grade. And I had, guess, like my first girlfriend, whatever. But the most first like serious relationship i think i was uh 17 17 years old was my first serious relationship but um yeah right around there like right before probably like a senior year in high school because i was i was very studious i was very focused i really wanted to get the good grades go to a good college so i didn't want to you know distract myself too much with, with girls what about you uh, our name in primary school, there was always a girl that I had a crush on, but I was too shy and embarrassed to have a girlfriend or try to have oh. a relationship in primary yeah. school, like yeah. K to six. Um, yeah. But I remember, like, when I actually went to break the wrist, one of the girls came up and started trying to say, Are you okay? Are you okay? Oh, whatever. Yeah. And then, like, uh, year six or something, we, everyone was, you know, invited to, to our end of year dance. A girl yeah. was like, I can. Can you go? Okay. Like, she asked me. I didn't ask her. Like, okay. Sadie Hawkins thing where the girl asked the guy. Yeah. Same with high school. The girl had to ask me because I was too shy and embarrassed to do anything. So I didn't really have a relationship up until actually when I first moved to Canada. That was my first relationship. Uh, I had some blings in university, but nothing, no relationship. So I didn't really thought about a relationship until maybe university age and then had one in Canada when I was 24. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, yeah. definitely college for me. It was a bit of a late, late, late bloomer with the ladies. So. No, I mean, I've always, I've always been sociable. Girls have always approached me, always wanted to date. Like eighth grade, I, every, oh God, like I went to so many schools growing up as a kid because we moved constantly. So like every school that I went to, I mean, I'm not bragging or anything, but every school that I went to, like girls would always just come up like, 
you know how girls are always like shy so they have like groups of girls come up speaking on behalf of like their friend like oh so and so thinks you're cute you, you want to date him you want to go out with them she's like ah that was kind of like such like like a mama's boy too i was like oh i don't know i gotta ask my mom for permission so i kind of look stupid you know mm. saying this mm. to these girls and i'll never forget like my first day of eighth grade it was uh it was a record it was like eight girls asked on that day like eight of them and i turned them all down by the end of the year i was like shit why did i do that like i could at least i went out with one of them but uh, yeah. yeah i just I didn't, I didn't really care i was kind of like nerdy too in middle school like mm. i just wanted to play like video games and go to like you know stay up all night drink like mountain dew and just play like gamecube or whatever it was i was mm. really interested in girls like that probably till again like late high school or like their early years of college Mm. I, w- I wish I had the social skills I have even now I'm not great but I wish I had a little bit better what I've got now than back in high school because actually just here in Cronulla like everyone comes here it's school holidays here everyone's here to meet girls or meet boys at the beach I live next to the beach so it's Sweet. just packed, packed with teenagers I'm like imagine being looking out the window just fantasizing to your lord I can't see that it's down the road like you walk down the shops and you're like, oh, I wish I was a teenager again. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, what I would do. And right? with, with social skills, I didn't have the social skills to go up to. I still don't have the social skills to go up to random girls sometimes. So yeah. Really? Mm. I could. I, I'm married, but I could. I, again, I, I could talk to anybody. <laughs> I don't have a shy bone in my body. It's easy to make connection with people. I, again, it's, it just depends. I wonder what Hukchun's like. He's pretty sociable too. Mm. Especially oh, yeah. he's got some drinks in Shout out to Hakshun. We hope you get better, buddy. He's currently under the weather for our listeners wondering where he is. Um, but we just wish him a speedy recovery and hopefully yep. he can join us on uh, the next episode. Um, with that being said, I think we're okay wrapping this one up. we got maybe just a few minutes left. Um, so to those who've been listening to us, thank you for celebrating our one year for from on one anniversary with us i believe it was just like last oh. week yeah i know right i forgot to mention this uh, i think last week or two weeks ago uh so if, you, if you've been with us uh for the past year we forever thank you um as always head over to our link tree check out our socials our website you can check out all of our merchandise also um found under link tree as well we got a bunch of goodies for both men and women sport and rock our apparel if you would like helps us in the long run And as always, rate us on your favorite platform, wherever you're listening to us, and head over to our YouTube channel, like, and subscribe to our videos. Anything you want to say before we head out? Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back to Korea, Geo, and I'll see everyone in the next one in India. India. Ooh, safe travels to you, buddy. Namaste. Namaste. (laughs) Well, good night, everybody. All right, later. See you next week. Bye-bye.